0: Enterprise architecture in practice. In the last episode, we talked about bimodal IT and how enterprise architecture can help in a bimodal IT setup. I talked about the target first architecture and the baseline first architecture and how mode one and mode two of bimodal IT, mode one being the business-as-usual, keeping-the-lights-on type of projects which uh, we need to execute, and mode two being the innovation initiatives and the exploratory initiatives that we need to work on. How mode one and mode two can use uh, uh, baseline-first architecture and targets-first architecture uh, to get their work going. Now, after listening to my podcast, I've received a request to talk about The challenges of bimodal IT and why bimodal IT fails. So, this was a Diwali week and I did not get a lot of time to do a lot of research. So, this podcast is going to be off the top of my head based on the experience that I've had with bimodal IT in my career. The first biggest challenge that bimodal IT faces is budgets, the mode two specifically, which focuses more on innovation initiatives and, and exploratory initiatives. The business doesn't see this as a value-adding activity in most cases. They see that, okay, if it is an operational activity, if it is absolutely necessary to keep the business going, then I will invest money in it. But when it comes to exploration, we have to admit that most of our exploratory innovation initiatives do not succeed. It has a very low success rate because most of the times we get to know that either it's not practical or marketable or it's not really a reasonable idea. But what we must also keep in mind is that the the very few ideas that do succeed, the outliers, so to speak, could practically transform the organization into something completely new, something very, very futuristic, and it could put the organization on the map. Take Kodak, for example, or Xerox, are, and the, the examples are many, many out there. But yes, that is the first challenge. Uh, Business does not always understand that innovation initiatives are important. And even though most of the money that they invest in, in innovation initiatives are failed projects, it's the few outliers that we must focus on. So that's the first challenge. The second challenge that I've seen that bimodal IT faces, and this is again around mode two, is analysis paralysis. Innovation initiatives are supposed to be quick and dirty. They're not supposed to be very detailed. We need to take a look at the idea, take a look at how we are going to be implemented, spike it, analyze whether it's going to be practical, marketable, what's the return of investment and whether it is reasonable or not, and then get out of it quickly. Because we must also keep in mind that the investment that is being made on the idea does require a return of investment. And if we get into an analysis paralysis mode, uh, it leads to nowhere and money keeps getting poured in. Not only that, mode two, if not run very, very efficiently, could lead to not having very clear deliverables. If I give you the example of Thomas Alva Edison, he used to run the Thomas A. Alva Edison, Inc. company, and he had a a team of about 80 or so scientists constantly working on innovative ideas. He had thousands of patents in his name. But that only happened because he ran his shop very, very efficiently. The scientists who were working on various inventions and ideas were given a target. They were supposed to come up with X number of patent ideas every month. Sure, many of those patents would fail, but he gave them clear deliverables. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. And that's how we are supposed to run the mode 2 of bimodal IT understand what it is that we are trying to achieve. The ideas may be the most innovative, but the deliverables should be clear. Now, sometimes it's a blue skies vision. We don't really know what we are looking for. We're just exploring, right? But even so, there should be clear targets. There should be clear deliverables as to what it is that we are trying to achieve at the end of every month. We should be able to track progress. The business perceives mode two to be a dead end and is not very willing to invest simply because they don't see a return of investment. They do not see the more two people giving them a report of what it is that they did this month and and what their achievements were. Now sometimes, even though you don't have a lot of achievements, when you see a report of what they're working on and when they when you see progress, when you see that bad ideas are being cleared out immediately, good ideas are being pursued for a reasonable amount of time, the business might be a little more motivated to invest. So so how you run your mode two organization will also address the first problem that we had, which is the budget problem. The third challenge that I see in bimodal IT is that there is a wide gap between mode one and mode two. Now mode one is usually run in a very governed, very systematic, very process-oriented way. We make sure that all the checkboxes are ticked and everything. And mode two, on the other hand, is run in a very haphazard way. And I have seen this in many organizations, in financial services, in in pharmaceutical industries, and so on and so forth. And what ends up happening is that the chief innovation officer, or whoever, whatever the title that might be, uh, gets fired because of not being able to deliver anything. Or even though they do deliver, taking that idea, even though it is proved to be reasonable, and converting it into a mode one, which is having a project, having a budget, executing it, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, is extremely difficult. So I am not saying that we should run mode 2 in a very very practical and very uh, process oriented way because there is a certain amount of chaos that is required when you uh, when you're working on innovative ideas. But there should be a team that converts mode 2 ideas into mode one. There should be thought put into place to look at how we are going to take that chaotic, But reasonable idea and convert it into a governed, audited, process based uh, project and execute it to fruition, you know, to market it. Maybe instead of bimodal IT, there should probably be a tri-modal ID, you know, mode three being the innovative, exploratory ideas which are chaotic, mode two being the organization that takes these chaotic but reasonable ideas and converts them into a audited project-based project and then mode one being the business as usual keep the lights on type of projects so that's one of the challenges of being able to take a chaotic idea and move it into a, a process-based audited project i think that's all i can think of today now again this is the Diwali week, um, so I've spent most of my time uh, with the family, uh, cleaning up the house, uh, decluttering the house, uh, you know, having a lot of fun with friends, and so on and so forth. So I didn't get a lot of time to research, and I'm sorry about that. But keep these ideas coming. I love it when the audience gives suggestions about what I should be covering in my next ideas. And also, I would like to hear from you about what you think about bimodal IT, about enterprise architecture, and so on and so forth. Do write to me. Before I end this episode, I would like to wish you a very happy Diwali. I know Diwali is not celebrated around the world the way it is celebrated in India. And there are some things that I'm not very proud of, like all the crackers that we burst and all the pollution that we create. And, and personally, I don't do that. But Diwali is not just about that. Diwali is also about the celebration of light. It's a celebration of good winning over evil it is the celebration of families and friends getting together and having a good time it is the celebration of light and color and i wish you the same i wish you have a lovely rest of the year and the next year full of light and color and success and happiness and peace that's all i have for you today folks i hope you enjoyed the show more about organizational agility innovation and enterprise architecture in the practical world in the business right here on the show but before i end the show i want you to help me out with this one little thing pause the show and share this podcast via whatsapp or a text message with just one person who might be interested in these topics it could be anyone your colleague your boss someone in your team that's all i want just one share with one message via text or whatsapp or what have you and it would go a long way in supporting us and growing our listener base. Also, please don't forget to follow the podcast. That way, you'll get notified when we publish a new episode. If you want to find out more about us, you can visit us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com. If you have ideas, thoughts, disagreements, please feel free to write to me directly. We also have a telegram group if you'd like to contribute to the EA discussions or whatever. Uh, just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio on Telegram, or the URL to join the group is https://t.me/slash Architecture radio. While our contact details are there in the show notes, it's very easy to find us really. Uh, just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio anywhere: Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Clubhouse, anywhere, and you'll find a way to get in touch with us. Once again, I hope you had fun and I'll see you in the next one.